The message you are about to listen to is brought to you by the Fountain of Life Church Hope Center. We believe that the Word of God has power through the Holy Spirit to cause remarkable changes in your life. And as you meditate and act on these words, your life will become a testimony. celebrate Jesus. Come on, come on. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. Thank you for keeping me. Hallelujah. I'll try to be as fast as, as possible. Today we want to talk about, how many of you enjoyed our messages on Prosper, Genesis? How many of you have been prospering? How many of you have been doing your assignments? I said, very soon, those who call me pastor assignments. Always giving assignments. I think it's, I think it's amazing, you know. We should just go back. For me, I've always thought about what do we do with the word? After the service, after church, what do we do with the word? How do we engage and make the word practical? Amen. So today I'm going to be talking about the power of a seed. Somebody say the power of a seed. I can hear you. I want you to scream and say the power of a seed. <laughs> scream like you mean it. Say the power of a seed. I just heard the song, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see my victory, I'm going to see my victory, because the power belongs to That's somebody's testimony this morning, Rick. You're going to see God's victory. Because the battle belongs to you, Lord. You take what the enemy meant for you, and you turn it around. Thank you, Oswald. You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. Hallelujah. I pray for that person as you're going through the week, you will see God's victory in the name of Jesus. Amen. Wow. I don't know that me and this thing were almost the same height. It's, it's quite interesting. The power of a seed. I'm excited to deliver this word to God. Father, Lord, we just ask, oh God, you speak and you share, oh God, exactly through me the way it is on your heart in the name of Jesus. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing added, but your voice, your word, in Jesus' name. Now, let's talk about the seed in your hands, the seed you are sowing consciously or unconsciously. Let's keep, let's check the quality of your seed. And they've off my mic. Praise God. Let's talk about the seed in your hands. <laughs> let's talk about the seeds you are sowing consciously or unconsciously. Glory to God. Whatever it is you guys are doing to my mic, all right, it's great. Let's talk about the seed in your hands. Let's talk about the seed you're sowing consciously or unconsciously. Let's talk about the quality of the seed. And let's talk about the expect your expectation of others. Anybody excited to do that with me this morning? Everything we do is like sowing seeds. Everything we do is like sowing seeds. No wonder the Bible said, whatever you sow, you shall reap. Many of us are surprised at the harvest we get. Whereas we should be concerned about the seeds we're sowing. Did you get that? Many of us, are, we're surprised about the harvest. 
We're surprised about the things we're reaping. Instead of us being bothered about what we are sowing. Instead of us going back to check what is the quality of what I'm sowing. Ladies and gentlemen, do you want to know what? Every day you're sowing a seed. There is no vacuum in the spirit. Every day you're sowing a seed. Praise God. Galatians 6, 7 to 9. I'm going to use the King James Version first. It says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man soweth, that he will also reap. Galatians 6, 7 to 9. For he that soweth to his flesh shall reap of the flesh corruption. So there's harvest of corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall reap of the spirit everlasting life. Let us not be ruined doing good, but in due season we shall reap and not faint. Praise God. The message translation says, do not be misled. No one makes a fool of God. What a person plants, he will harvest. The person who plants selfishness, ignoring the needs of others, ignoring God, harvests a crop of weed. There's harvest of weed. There's harvest of corruption. There's harvest of weed. And you know the harvest of weed is useless. You can't use it. And all he has to show for his life is weeds. The Bible is saying so, not me. But the one who plants in response to God, letting God's spirit do the great work in him, harvests a crop of real life, eternal life. So let us not allow ourselves to be fatigued doing good. You know the statement of I've been so good to people that are taking me for granted, you check out. You're not checking out on your on God, you're checking out on yourself. You're checking in, permit my choice of word to asylum. You're checking in into what is not of God. You're checking into the mentality and the madness of the world when you check out of doing good. Because when you were created, God said you are good. So when you check out of what you were created to do, you are living an inferior lifestyle. So they can't, you see, no matter how much you step on a cockroach, it cannot bleed. Why? It doesn't have the capacity to. If I can stop doing good, that means I'm not, that means I'm saying what God made is not good. So no matter how much people take you for granted, let God be continue to fill you. The problem is maybe you're doing it for man to give you applause. The problem is maybe you're doing it because you think you're getting it from man. Your giving, listen to me, should not be a reaction. It should be a response of the way you live. Giving should never be a reaction. A lot of us are giving as reaction to, they say, if we do this, we'll get it back. I see somebody, I'm touched. I, I give you not just because I'm touched. I give because that's how I'm wired to. Praise God. So no matter how much people step on you, that language, go and flush it. It's not of God. They're taking me for granted. So I'm going to put walls up. The question I have for you, what walls did God put up when they were spitting at him? What walls did God put up when they were looking down at him, talking down at him? What did God, did God stop? Did God say, you know what? I'm done. I'm not going on the cross anymore. They're taking me for granted. We can't do that. Praise God. So let us not get fatigued doing good. At the right time, at the right time, we will harvest a good crop if we don't give up or quit. Right now, therefore, everyone, every time you get the chance, let us walk the benefits and start. Let us walk for the benefit of all. Starting with the people close to us. I'm going to take one more translation. Pastor's translation, Galatians 6, 7 to 10. God will never be mocked for what you plant will always be the very thing you harvest. So if you are surprised at your harvest of lack, have you been sowing grudgingly or you've not been sowing at all? If you're surprised at the harvest of pain, don't get me wrong, the devil will throw things at you that is just trying to, I'll get there, trying to distract you from sowing your seed. But let us always look at, don't just judge the harvest, investigate to see what did I sow or what am I sowing. 
If your business is not thriving and you're waiting for harvest, miraculously, somebody will miraculously remember you and come to you when you are not showing up every day. Wow, God does that, but guess what? You need to show up every day. We've talked about that before. I heard a testimony yesterday, and I can't wait for them to come to church to share. They're not around right now. And what I just took from that testimony, they got a word. They got into formation. They were preparing. And when somebody just came to say, you know what? I want to do this for you. They said, we have it already. You know all those miracles that come, that person in the moment, they just want to bless you. How much is the cost of that school? How much is the cost of that house? How much is the cost of that? Just like you say, ah, I, I, I will go and find out. Sometimes, thank God for the word, God will give you appointed time, but you too, don't be foolish. As God giving you a word, work it out. Start, take steps in preparation. He says, whatever you sow, the harvest you reap, listen to this, Passion's Translation, Galatians 6, verse 8, the harvest you reap reveals the seed that you planted. The harvest you reap reveals the seed that you've planted. If you plant the corrupt seed of self-life into this natural realm, you will expect a harvest of corruption. If you plant good seed of spirit life, you will reap beautiful seed that grows from the everlasting life of the spirit. So do not get weary in doing good. For the season of reaping the wonderful harvest you have planted is coming. Take advantage of every opportunity to be a blessing to others. Praise God. So I said here, that's our core scripture for this. But I said here something very interesting. Inside a seed lies the harvest of its kind. Inside every seed lies the harvest of the kind. So the next time you're about to sow a seed of incomplete labor, you, are, you can tell the kind of harvest you're going to get. The next time you're going to sow a seed of, of, of complaining, you can tell the kind of harvest you're going to get. Praise God. In every seed lies the harvest of its kind. So what seed are you sowing daily? What is your plan for harvest? When God wants to introduce something or kickstart a thing or redeem a thing, it starts with a seed. God always, always, if you're asking the Lord, God, I need you to bless me, we'll give you an idea, a seed. God, send me to the nation, we'll give you a seed. Start talking to one woman on your street. It's always in a seed form, but the problem is we despise the seed. So what is a seed? One, dictionary meaning, the unit of reproducing, reproduction of a flowering plant capable of developing to another plant. So something that is capable of producing another. A seed is a small hard part of a plant from which new plants grows. I'm just going somewhere. When you can refer to the seed of something when you want to talk about the beginning of a feeling, a process that gradually becomes stronger or more important, meaning a seed is something that kicks out something of relevance. It starts first in a seed form. Praise God. If you look at synonyms of a seed, it talks about beginning, potential, to start. If you look at the meaning of a seed in the sense of a beginning, you're looking at um, origin of something. In the sense of offspring, you're looking at descendants. In the sense of an embryo, you're looking at something in its early stage. A seed is something in its early stage. You cannot feed on what, don't feed on your seed thinking it's harvest. A lot of us think, oh, harvest, and we'll get there. It's in the early stage. A lot of people start, and I know the economy of Nigeria. I tell people, if you're starting a business, and you know, that's all you're doing, you put everything, put yourself on a salary, and trust God to bless that salary. You are living on the profit of that business. It cannot thrive. You eat the capital. You eat what you're supposed to return into the business. It cannot thrive. If all you can give yourself is 10,000 naira, let God bless that 10,000 naira. 
But don't take your seed and feed on it thinking it's harvest. Praise God. In the sense of essence, I'm defining what a seed means. If you're looking at the meaning of a seed in the sense of essence, it means the most important and distinctive feature of something. The seed, there is no harvest without seed. Meaning that seed is very important because there is no harvest without seed. Now let's look at characteristics of a seed. Praise God. Now, when I started researching this, the seed has three forms. You have the seed coat, the endosperm, and the embryo. Follow me closely. And while I was thinking about that, how does it relate? The first thing the Lord said to me, number one, the seed cloth is the protection of your seed. Number one, protect your seed. The characteristic of a seed, protect your seed. Endosperm, the seed is, that's what feeds the seed. Number two, feed your seed. Number three, embryo. Birth the seed. Um, do you have it here, Kara? Birth the seed. Can, can you help me with something? You know, Bishop, when I coached Kawa this, when I sent a message to Kawa this morning, I remember that guy that was preaching yesterday, and I was looking at what he was saying. That is only preachers that remember, ah, uh, although, in fact, I've, I think I've calmed down with my props style. Thank you so much. Kawa, which one is this one? Uh, guys, I can't even pick it. Please, let me open the other one. What's this one? Uh, what she said. Fennel seed. Fennel seed. Fennel seed. Right. Okay. So that's some fennel. That's one. Yeah. Fennel. F E W N N E L. So this is this is fenugreek. Fennel. Fennery. Did I put it here? What's this? Fenugreek. This is fenugreek. Fenugreek. Fennel fenugreek. There's no Ugu live here. All right, the last one. What's this? Um, rosemary leaves. Rosemary. Yeah. All right. Rosemary. Is there any rosemary here? We're about to plant you. <laughs> Praise God. I'm going somewhere. Guys, can you see what I'm holding? Even me, I'm looking for it. This, whatever I'm holding, guys, inside of this, is the seed coat. That's what you can see on the exterior. And that's the protection for the seed. Inside this is down the endosperm. There's something inside that I'll enable this to feed when you plant it. And the embryo, eventually this seed, what is inside will break out to birth something. So the same way, you have to protect your seed. It looks very small. It looks very insignificant. But you need to protect your seed. And it's not enough to protect it. You need to feed your seed. Else it will die. And you need to partner with God to birth what is inside that seed. I'm going somewhere. If you look at the physical attributes, so I was like, wow, Holy Spirit, God was saying, yeah, the component of the seed scientifically is the seed coat, the endosperm embryo. Some have about five, six, but this is major three. But each of it even has spiritual connotation. God said, protect your seed. Feed your seed. Birth your seed. This seed is not there for you to admire. This seed is for you to protect, to feed, so you can birth. What is the physical attribute of the seed? It looks, it's even gone. I'm even looking for it right now. It's gone. I have to take another one. Guess what? I didn't protect it well. 
How many seeds are slipping out of your hand? How many things, ideas God has given to you? Tiny. Starts with one person. I've told you, work is saying, God, I honor what you put inside of me. Every time you show up at work, you're saying, God, I am a good steward. Work is not punishment. Work is response to love. Work is worship. Work is partnering with God. Work is being co-producers, co-creator with God. Anybody that's able to stick to work, is able to, God can trust you with more. Look at this seed. Look at that one fell off my hand. Are you protecting your seed? Are you protecting that idea? Are you protecting the seed of the word of God in your life? Are you feeding yourself the seed of the word so you can birth? It looks insignificant. It doesn't, it doesn't germinate on its own. This seed, and that's why the Bible says, except a grain of a seed dies, it abides alone. I'm coming somewhere. I'm going there in a bit. This seed, the greatest I can do, admire it. Oh, wow. Some of us were like that foolish um, steward that had one. This is what he did. He, God gave him one. He's looking at somebody else's five. Forgetting that in the one is potential to reproduce. So you look at that one. Mm, it's not good enough. Mm, look at this thing. Look, this thing looks insignificant, guys. And the Lord was speaking to me this morning. Let me see. Sometimes it will look like what I've given is insignificant compared to what other people. See, it's gone again. Literally. So that means you can't take your eyes off. The one that carries a seed doesn't walk anyhow. Doesn't act. Because now, I was, it's gone again. I'm trying to talk to you. Yeah, thank God this is not, not, is that my seed. But look at how I'm trying to. That means I can't be doing my hand anyhow. If I'm to carry this seed to the end of the sermon, because that's how God will reward me. Darling, I'm not going to be jumping anyhow, talking anyhow. When somebody comes and says, follow me to the restroom, I'm not just going to follow you to the restroom. If I'm not sure that I can protect the seed to the restroom and back, the seed will compel you. The seed will refine you. The seed will define you. The seed will keep you to be a student just to protect. Because at the end of the day, I will give account for every seed. But let me tell you what we do. You see, oh, Avana, eh, why just anyhow? You see, let me tell you one day, oh, blah, 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 blah. Hey, yeah, yeah. what's happening? Your seed is gone. Showing up anywhere, speaking anyhow, you are losing your seed. Because guess what? Everywhere you go, you pick nutrients. The devil will sell you lies. That's nutrients. The question is, is there a seed for that nutrient to feed? Are you going to take it or you're going to flush it? Guys, the devil, the strongholds over your life never start overnight. The devil is so calculative. He understands the power of seed and us. So he's little. You're not good enough. And he walks away. He won't just come. You're not good enough. When he's coming back to back, he has been sowing that seed long enough. So what you are hearing is not that the devil is talking all at once. It's the seed are germinating. The seed are all speaking at once. You're not good enough. He has to do it overnight. You're not good enough, he goes. The Bible says a man plants and he leaves and the enemy came and sowed things inside. So the devil comes. You're not good enough. So look at what your mates. Look at all this one. It's little and it goes. But as the one that has the seed, when the devil is coming with the seed, you have a go and look at a farmer. You have a responsibility to weed it out. 
I'm not going to buy that. There is no soil for that. Praise God. Now, testing the quality of a seed, good or bad, is it pure? Philippians 4 verse 8. What's the quality of your seed? Is it pure? Whatever thing is good, whatever thing is pure, whatever thing is of good report, think on these things. Some of you are wondering why you're exhibiting some kind of attitude. What are you feeding yourself? What are you watching? I was telling my husband yesterday, guys, I was listening to a song. Um, it's about to go down. The battle has begun. It's time for us to choose which side we're going to be on. A pop on your ringtone. Since when did we, since when did it become cool to live, to live together, all married, men with men, women with women? I'm telling God, ain't gonna have it. It's a song called Stand, Stand Out by Ty Tribet years ago. And I'm saying, look at what he's saying years ago. I'm sorry, but I ain't gonna, he needs to go and hear that song. Because, no, I mean, all of us, I'm serious. No, 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 no. What I mean is, years ago, that brother caught a revelation. He said, um, rise up people put on your strength there's a war going on and we will win point is the devil is not playing games the devil is busy serving us see some of us are collecting it we are chopping it anyhow the bible says the eyes is your gateway what are you watching entertainment is no longer entertainment it's demonic as an agenda if you are open to everything because you know you can't see you can't watch anything you can't watch everything. You can't listen to everything. You can't be everywhere. You can't eat anything. Why? Your body is a temple of the Almighty. I carry series of seed inside of me. If any nutrient I'm taking in would damage my sin, I'm out. It will cost you, but it's worth it. This is something. You're going to be born. Don't touch the air. There's a reason. There's a consecration attached to your seed. There's a consecration that is needed. Something, I'm going to give, give it to you. Mama, something, you give it to a deliverer. Don't touch the air. In this day, uh, uh, now, just later. Can I just trim it a bit? Can I just, team natural, team relaxed. We begin to, see, the devil never comes at you at once. Let me tell you something. I was saying to my husband. You see, if you're struggling with anything, let me tell you what happened. Sometimes, it's not the sin the devil used to lure you. He will come with the siblings. You see, the atmosphere of sin, you open the room, anything can find its way. So just say, I mean, I don't, uh, you know, you only need to see that. I mean, I just hang out, you know, where all the kind of things are happening. But I don't do those things, all right? But, you know, your wife is, oh, no, no, I don't do, it's small by small. It's small by small. Guys, we are in, when the Lord gave me, I was screaming, we are in a very, that scripture in Ephesians, the times are evil. Take note of your time and your days. Praise God. Check the quality. Whatever is pure. Have you noticed that? How many of you? I, I started watching. <laughs> have you realized some dream you have? You can trace it to the things you are watching. Yes. The things you are listening to. Yes. After a while. Yes. Have you seen yourself sing some song? I want to, uh -uh. Where did I? Just going to a mall and they are singing it. There's one particular song. God is going to deliver me from that song. People in my family knows. There's this group. I don't know. One day. <laughs> my mother said, huh? One day I just ate it. And that's in us. It don't day my head. Now I found assignment of what I'm watching. But by God tell me, this girl. Girl, really? It's small by small. Now all of a sudden, because I watched it a few times, guys. But, sorry, there's something in here. I watched it a few times. 
I watched it a few times, guys. Guess what? Now, my YouTube has changed. You see, that's what happens. New trends. The moment you begin to entertain one scene, the devil begins to change all the things that are serving you. All of a sudden, the things they are recommending for me, I say, I don't do this time. I don't do this time. I don't do this time. And God said, Where did he just bring it to you? Kill you or not? Then the moment I go back to my normal routine, it's changing. In fact, the adverts that the language of the advert they are bringing has changed because of those people. I have nothing against them. I mean, <laughs> I don't know why these ones are laughing. Anyways, test the quality of your seed. Is it pure? Check it. Guys, you are the gatekeepers. Origin of the seed. Where is it coming from? What's the origin? What's the source? Where is it coming from? Does it feed faith or fear? That seed you are taking on, that information, does it feed? Now, quickly, let's go to the kingdom and seed. Somebody said the kingdom and the seed. I want to tell you something. See, the value of a seed is seen in what you are willing to pay for it, the sacrifices you are willing to endure to nurture it, and the strength and joy to wait for it to germinate because of your knowledge, understanding, and expectation of the harvest to come. I'll take that again. The value of the seed is seen in what you are willing to pay for it. Now, before Kewa started doing this air product by Kewa, I'm sure if she has seen this seed, she will just walk past it. Kewa, what do you do with this seed now? Now that you know, the value is, isn't, isn't not the source of your part of your business. So what do you do? Do you play around with it? Do you use it to replace the Ludo seed that is missing on your Ludo play? Until the seed has value, you will not treat it right. Until you understand this value. If you understand the value of salvation, you will not joke with it. If you understand eternal life, you will not mess around. I'm going somewhere. This thing, I'm so careful has played with it. But now, Mama knows. The, is the cost of seed not, I, I know the cost, does it not impact the cost? So now, Kewa can preserve this seed because she's willing, she, the value of the seed is seen in what she's willing to pay for it. The sacrifice she's willing to endure to nurture it. This seed doesn't become the air growth oil we use overnight. What do you have to do? Take it through a process. But now she can sacrifice. She's working nine to five, but doing her business. But because of the joy I had, what's the joy? The profit. And what the profit can do for her, for the kingdom. What she, and she's solving problems, people's hair problem. Because of that in mind, she's able to bear the sacrifice needed to nurture the seed. And the strength and the joy to wait for it to germinate. Because she knows what this seed is about. I give it to Emisi right now, that baby boy. He's going to throw it in his hand or throw it on the floor. Or chew it because he doesn't. And it, see, that's what happens. He chews that seed. Is there any benefit? No. Don't eat your seed thinking it's harvest. Because there is no benefit to an eating seed. <laughs> What's going on somewhere? <laughs> now, let's quickly go to something. Number one, every significant thing you see started as a seed. God created one woman and a man to multiply and birth humanity. If your almighty God did not start the idea of humanity by creating multiple men and women, God will always start with a seed. So darling, you're asking the Lord to bless you, we give you a seed. You're asking the Lord, multiple stream of income, he will give you a seed. Work it out. 
Because this multiple stream of a kind, Bishop said this some years ago, if you use this seed well, it will break into many things. Apart from the air products you need to do, there are other things you can use this seed to do. You can eat it, you can drink it, you can poo it, you can whatever. My point is, use the seed. I'm going somewhere. The largest company today started as an idea or a thought, a seed form. Nothing, nothing. The last time God just did bass, he didn't like the way it ended. Example, Saul. Saul did not go through any process. He, wasn't, he didn't come in any seed form. Saul came, received anointing, went. And as I was, look at David. Look at David. Look at the process God took David through. The process of being a seed. David became a seed. He was sowing seed. He has to be seed. Look at how he eventually turned out. Even when he makes mistakes, he's able to run back to God. To redeem human race, God sowed a seed of his only begotten son. He didn't have to kill more angels. He came, gave one. One. The Bible says, the sacrifice of one man redeemed us all. So even God understood, except a seed fall to the ground and dies. So when the Lord is putting you as a seed to the ground, Daniel rejoice because something's about to break out of you. When God began to put you through processes, when God put you, when, Je when Jesus was dying, the devil was doing, as, was doing all the kind of dance because God was just laughing. <laughs> In this kingdom, this is how we operate. Seed. We plant one, die, turn the back, it will come back. A seed sown can never come back as one. You sow a seed. If you don't sow it, people that chew their seed, you eat only one seed. But when you sow that seed, when the harvest comes, you have multiple to eat and more to sow. So you want multiplication, sow your seed. I'm also showing you what the seeds are. The word of God is like a seed to bear witness that we are sons of God. It transforms us, renew our minds. It births faith in us. It activates God's possibility. That is the reason we must study the word. Matthew 13. I did that. I preached that message years ago. The devil is always trying to steal your seed. Study the word. Praise God. Or study the word. Because the more we feed on the word, the more seeds of righteousness we are sowing to our lives and the potential of growing the knowledge of God. Number three, I'm talking about the kingdom and the seed. Number four right now. Even the devil sows seeds. Seeds of doubt. Condemnation. You see, that stronghold doesn't grow in one day. The devil is very patient and strategic when it comes to sowing seed towards our destruction. I'll take that again. The devil is very strategic when it comes to sowing seed towards our destruction. He starts a little. The devil wants to wipe out. He will go to the child. Look at what's happening with family. Look at what we said. I saw a child now that's doing that one challenge. We just put children, expose children now. Unknowingly, you are doing occultic. We have, look at that, we have normalized occultism. These are demonic things, and we are laughing. I'm seeing people commenting, thumbs up. May we not sacrifice our children on the altar of fame. Praise God. The devil is patient. How do I know? Revelation chapter 12, the devil swore, I will go after the seed of the woman. Since that time, is he going after the seed of the woman? Why? The, see, can you go and learn a bit of, you know, there's something to learn from the devil. But can you just look at that guy and see how he has caught some things we are still trying to catch? Consistency, diligence. The devil is never tired. How do I know? How do I know? As the devil seems to say, get the behind me, devil. As he stop going behind you. He comes back again. Why? Let me, perhaps, let me come back again. Perhaps, maybe, you have forgotten what you told me last week. 
Perhaps you told me because you just left church, I'll come back two weeks' time to ask you, did God really say? The devil is consistent in his agenda to destroy humanity. But guess what? The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells inside of us. We are the custodian of consistency. We are the custodian of how to be diligent. Don't let the devil cheat you out. Praise God. More great things God did, most of the great things God did, most of the great things God does through man is better than a seed form. Look at the case study of Moses. God wanted to set a deliverer. He didn't multiply Amin. He didn't, God wants to birth an army. He, he gives a seed. He gives, he gives that to a child. God wants to set a nation free. He will call one man. Why? The power of one yes can liberate many other people. That's the power of ripple effect. I'm going there. In fact, God's idea of discipleship started as planting and nurturing seeds in the life of 12. I'm, st I'm still on that right now. God is still, God, Christ came to the world. You will have thought he should not die. He should still be here preaching the gospel to us. Or he should have gone to all the towns, all the cities when he came. No, he went to a few places. God went to a few places in three years. He didn't spend more than three years doing his mandate, 33 years in total. He sat with 12 people. The ripple effect of 12 is what we're still enjoying after 2,000 years. So when God said, disciple nations, go to Emmanuel, preach, a gospel, preach gospel to somebody. Let that person like, get changed. It's the ripple effect. The gospel is a ripple effect. And that's the kingdom lifestyle. Praise God. So what do what you do with seeds in the kingdom? In the kingdom, what you do with seeds? Number one, you sow your seeds in order to receive a harvest. Sowing your seed is like killing it. You have to let it go. And you don't have control over it. That beautiful farmer knows, I can continue to admire the seed, but it will not produce anything when it's harvest time. So I have to let go of the seed. And that is trust. To put it in the ground. To start that business. To start all over again. I don't know who you are. Start all over again. There's no shame. There's no shame. Start all over again. Continue. Expand. Pivot. Whatever. It takes what? Faith. To do that. So what you do with seed, number one. So your seed. Mark. Sorry. Luke 12, 24. Let me make it clear. A single grain of wheat will never be more than a single grain of wheat until it drops into the ground and dies. Because then it sprouts and produces an harvest of great wheat. All because one grain died. So somebody getting blessed this morning. The power of your seed. Sow it. A seed sown has potential of multiplying and birthing huge harvest and more seed. But a seed eaten or kept remains a single seed. Number two, what do you do with your seed? You walk your seed. You don't hide them. Matthew 24, 14 to 13, you can read it. That man that eats is, is a seed. Look at what God said. Baba, get thee behind me. He said, you, you so you know that I need, I need, I like returns. Hear me well, God likes returns. God is not a waster. God will not just bless you to be looking cute and all right. And have growing influence. Influence that is not reproducing, it's stale. It's like, it's like that's water that doesn't flow. What's that? What's the, what's, what's the, there's a particular water. Uh, there's one river, one river that in the world. There's a river in the world, a sea in the world that's nothing. Red Sea. Is it red? Dead Sea. Influence that is not producing. You're not giving life. Nothing. So walk your seed. Somebody say, walk your seed. Hey, walk your seed. What do you do? Take it. Ask the Holy Spirit. Put it to the ground. Sow it. I'll show you what seeds we have. Another thing you do, number three. 
What do we do with seed in the kingdom? Number three, you expect an harvest. You expect an harvest. The people have said, don't talk about harvest. It lies. It's, part of the, it's part of the package. You expect an harvest. Genesis 8, 22. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. Somebody say amen. amen. Expect an harvest. Can I tell you something? You see this promise? When this promise of the week happened, some people will have more band to receive. Why? Even while they were waiting, they were still sowing. Praise God. And lastly, there's more. Repeat the process. Don't stop sowing. Meaning, in the kingdom, number one, you sow your seed. Number two, you walk your seed. You don't hide them. Number three, you expect a result. Number four, repeat the process. You don't stop sowing. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 2. It says, a time to be born, a time to die. And there's a time to plant and a time to harvest. Don't stop sowing your seed. Now, this is where it gets interesting. What seed do you have? What are the seeds we've got? Number one, your life. Your life is a seed. How many of us are planting our lives? Your life is a seed. Matthew 10, 39. Those who cling to their lives and give up through li true life, those who cling to their life will give up true life. But those who let go of their life for my sake and surrender all to me will discover true life. Matthew 10, 39. Your life is a seed. Some of us are still holding on to our life. God is saying, this is what I want for your life. Say, no, God, I know God's best. This is how I will do it. God is saying, let go of your life. Do you know how I know you let go of your life? Your response to God. Your response to instruction. Your response to service. Your response to surrender. That is how I know. Who is in control of your life? Meaning that your life cannot have multiple effects, sir, ma, if it's not sown to God completely. The impact of your life is saying yes to God. You're starting your business to solve problems and enable another person. Praise God. Your life is a seed. Number two, your resources. Luke 6.38. Give generously. Give generously and generous gifts will be given back to you. What are you sowing? How many of you are sowing, still sowing your resources? The devil will try to... Don't let me go there. That's my ending... The devil will try to make you enter self-preservation. But self-preservation has never preserved any life. Life is preserved when it's fully surrendered to God. Because when you go to bed, who is even watching over you? So, so we have the F-100 to sleep and expect to wake up. We sleep, we go to bed like you, 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 you've employed angels and you deployed them. But for the message of God, where will we be today? So your self-preservation, how has it helped you? You know, it's funny. Anyway, don't let me go there. Luke 6, 38. Give generously and generous gifts will be given to you. Shaking down to make room for more. Abundant gifts will pour out upon you with such an overflowing measure that it will run over the top. Now, look at this. Ladies and gentlemen, what you should do with your seed, the measurement of your generosity becomes a measurement of your return. In the kingdom, God is not partial. Yes, some of you, I know you've heard money as just like that, God gave me. When they finish giving that test, we're going to find out how they are just like that journey has been. You see, you see some people's testimony and they are beefing them. I don't understand. Be, uh, where were you? When they, you? He said, is in the measure. I'm not talking about ill-gotten wealth. In the measure in which you give, let me explain. In the measure in which you serve the purposes of God, God will serve. Like there, there are things that will respond and serve you, meaning humanity, people. When you see people that have the gift of people, go and find out what they are doing to people. 
You treat people well. God is, the, people will treat you well. Having a strange, and this principle does not know by language. You go to a strange land and people begin to treat you well. Why? You are putting seed in the ground. How many of you, because of what your parents have done, you are still benefiting from it? Yes, ma'am. And you know what I said last week about transgenerational wealth? This issue of seed. The issue of seed is transgenerational. So the measure in which you are giving God and giving the people around you is the measure in which you receive. You that wants friends, how are you friendly? You that want people to be, you want to be on people's speed dial, you want people to be on your speed, I don't know, whatever it is, who is dialing who? You that wants, once you sneeze like this, heaven should be shaking. What are you doing to shake heaven? Yes, can you shake heaven? When you partner with God, heaven will feel your investment. Can everyone feel your investment? Soul winning, prayer, intercession, giving, helping the poor, helping the needy. What are you doing? And remember, giving is not tied to what a figure is your heart. What do you have left when you've given? Some of you think that God understands I don't have. There's nobody without. Somebody asked me when the PI, what you, I said, I'm sorry, sir. There's nobody without. If it's one pound, on one penny. You see, financial prosperity responds to financial giving. You can be very filled in the Holy Ghost. Be blessed, heaven and earth. I've seen it in my life. I can tell you for free. There's water that will rain on everybody. That's General Commission, Commonwealth. There's some blessings that by the wayside will fall. But is it true riches and wealth? Go and find out from people. Financial blessing. There's a book I gave a couple of people in the beginning of the year. Please go and get Generosity Bets. Bible Wonderland, they have this. I can't remember the name of the Bible. That's the person that wrote it. But one thing I must tell you is this. Some of us are anointed but are poor. You know why? There's a way poverty makes you to begin to do akagom. Everything, I grab it for me. I can't give too much. I can't. Everything, you're analyzing it. So you become, it become paralysis. Poverty is demonic. It makes you think you can preserve yourself. Darling. People that preserve all the money, all the money, all the naira. I don't want to, I don't Now, do you see what dollar is doing in Nigeria right now? But you can partner with God in a way that whatever happens, like Bishop said, Zion, everyone is responding to you. The Lord won in the beginning of the month, and I'm trying my best. It's not easy, because when you see dollar, ah, what's that, Missy? Don't put your life, mm -mm. Market, you know, I used to work in the bank, when you do offer, you tell that this offer is subject to prevailing market rates, meaning when market shifts, your interest can shift. The rate, everything can shift. You don't do that in the kingdom. It's not prevailing to Nigeria market rates. I am attached to Yahweh. But do you know that? I can never forget to someone told me, Missy, I said, I'm going to say, Missy, do you give? I said, I give. Years ago, I give. Because I really used to give. But enter a point that, ah, I give. But we have to use our head. We have to be thinking. And that got me into more poverty. Until you let go of the seed, you cannot receive. And some of you, you can't, you, there's some kind of money you come, that you have to do boom. Because when you see the tithe, ah, you're like, can I? You can't give tithe in the abundance if you're not giving the little now. You, I said giving is not reaction. It's, it has to be a lifestyle. If not, you'll skip it. God will tell you to empty your account. If you don't empty your account to 5K, you can't empty it in the millions. Because all of a sudden, you're thinking, it doesn't make sense. And then logical understanding. <laughs> so what are the gifts we have? I said your life, your resources. 
Go and read 2 Corinthians 8 and 9 in your free time. Use different translations. Use message, use amplified, use TPT. It will, it will humble you. Do you know that God, do you know that some people, some people, you know, when people just go, ah, God, thank you for Moyemi. Do you know that everyone records it? Guys, hear me. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see, the return on investment for kingdom prosperity, you don't understand. For every time, it's in scripture. Second Corinthians chapter 9. Somebody say, ah, God, thank you for Trisha. Ah, because, ah. And maybe someone is just eating something. And like, ah, thank you. Elvis that gave me this food. Or, ah, I was stuck and Elvis came to help me. Ah, thank you, Jesus. You know what that is? That's credit. Ah, credit. My God, in the heavens. That's credit a lot. It's a scripture. For every time people give thanks because of your generosity. So meaning, if you make people cry the way you talk to them, depreciation. People will forget what you say to them. They will never forget how you make them feel. I don't care who you are. I don't care your title. Treat people the way God treats them. You say, all I owe you, all you should owe people is what? Love. You don't have to be bestie, bestow. You have to be friendship goals. Love them. Love is beyond feelings. Love is a response. It's what I have to do. It's to forget it's not about you. And that's why you have to die to self. Because of you, your staff are going home to weep. I'm not talking about staff that are weeping because of negligence. God will tell them we have bad tissue. Staff that cry because of negligence or they're not doing your God will give them tissue. Sometimes God will say, when well, you are looking away, have sense. I'm not talking about that kind of tears. But because of you, some people are weeping. Some people are terrorized. They are under pressure. They don't feel good enough. They feel battered. There is no Christ. There's no Christ. How? How did Jesus treat Judas? We never knew Judas was Judas till Judas revealed that he was Judas. Some of us would have, and I'm talking to myself, would have known Judas by the way we sub Judas, treat Judas. In fact, they didn't collect the post from Judas, though they knew he was stealing from it. Go and read it in scripture. See, the way I, I got a book, Lead Like Christ. I'm here to read. The, the, the front page is just ministering to me. I'm not ready yet. But the little I've read from scripture, I cry, I weep. Last week, I was speaking to somebody. And when the person was, ah, I was struggling. I was struggling. The person wanted me to give, oh, ah, you asked me to give you honest feedback. I like to give you honest feedback. But I don't know how to not make it honest. But I was really struggling. But I realized I was struggling because of something that I've known about. And God said to me, he said, delete your memory of this person. I said, sir, he said, delete it. It's interfering with what I want to do. He said, Jesus says, I forgive. I don't remember. I said, but Jesus, it's you. He said, you have my spirit. You have my nature. Your desire is to surrender, to become like me day by day. So your response to unforgiveness, your response to, you has to be fast. They step on your feet. Don't use five years to nurse it. In e, you will daily die to self. You will daily engage this word. It's possible. Why? Jesus came to show us how to be. Was 100% God, 100% man. If you love, how I know, get some money. If you love more, someone say, if you love. Yeah. He said, God, let this cup pass me. When, when the reality of the cross and the egg bar, they will beat him. When he could envisage, you think that he was, not, he was a carpenter, so he was used to nail, he was used to nail and, and, and wood, guys. You think God doesn't know what he was doing, what Bishop was saying. He was going to die on the cross, so just begin to practice with nail and wood. 
So as he is going the, as he's doing the table, as the table mistakenly goes, as he is doing the table and the table really touches me, ouch, that ouch is a foretaste, is a, is a pointer to the outing. It's going to be outing on the cross. So when he was praying in Gethsemane, he said, let this come. He knows what he was saying. Be like Christ. Be generous. I started speaking to the Lord. God was speaking to me over and over again. And you see, you have to delete your mindset about this person. You have to let it go. You have to remove. And until I did, I realized that the struggle was not because I was trying to deliver a word. The struggle was because what God was required of me was to come higher. And I was struggling. And the moment I said, Father, help me. Help me to forgive. Help me. Help me to forget. Guys, it became a new. Why? God even showed me the person. I saw the person in the eyes of God and I was humbled and I was broken. What do you have to give? Your gifts and your talents. Matthew chapter 25, 14 to 30. You have your life to give. You have your resources to give. You have your gifts and your talents to give. The next thing you have to give is your time. Ephesians 5, 15 to 17. Look carefully then how you work. Not as unwise, but as wise. Make it the best use of the time. Because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand the will of God. Ephesians 5, 15 to 17. You're giving your time. Now, in, you're giving your time as regards your assignment or the great commission. There's no time, so we must seize time. Colossians 4, 5 to 6. There is no time. As regards taking correction and responding to instruction, we need to be reminded to steward our time wisely. Psalms 90 verse 12, teach us to number our days. There's no time. As regards personal growth, development, spiritual maturity, you must sow your time wisely. 1 Timothy 4 13, so until I come, be diligent in devouring the word of God. Be faithful in prayer and teaching the believers. Are you with me? I'm going to take the scripture again so you can note Ephesians 5, 15 to 17. Colossians 4, 5 to 6. Psalms 90, verse 12. 1 Timothy 4, 13. Until I come, be diligent in devouring the word of God. Be faithful in prayer. So what is saying? You are we're sowing your seed. Your time is a seed. How much do you give to God? See, go home. Assignment number one. Number one. Say number one. Take analysis of 24 hours for the whole week. At the end of the week, by Saturday, then you look at how much of time do you give to God? Do you give to your business? Do you give to social media? You know, God told me last week, you see, social media is a tool. The phone is a tool, though. It should not be a distraction. It's a tool. When the tool takes over you, you are not the tool, not the tool anymore. It's a tool. I saw one post that Shisha did about business so that I don't end up content creator. I'm a content creator. Content, you are sleeping on, on socials. There are, God has given us their apps. There are things you, should, you can use. Strategize. Know the time. Be disciplined because you also need time to develop. After a while, your content can become obsolete. Look at BBM now. Blackberry. We want to have it or you die. Everybody, I'm gonna, what's your BBM pain? What's your BBM pin? It was something we couldn't do without. And when last somebody asked you what's your BBM pin, why? It's obsolete. Because if you don't constantly invest your time in development, you'll become obsolete. Invest your time. What else do you have to sow? Your character. 
Go and read the Beatitudes, or Beatitudes, Beatitudes, or as it's called. Matthew chapter 5, verse 1 to 11. Go and read it. So your character is a seed. Bringing words of encouragement, words of affirmation, kindness, gentleness, being me. Sow it. It won't cost you anything. Number six, what do you have to sow? Your seed of obedience has multi, mighty ripple effects. Sow it. Romans 5, 19. Message translation puts it this way. Yes, yeah, it is in a nutshell. Just as one man did wrong and got all of us in trouble with sin and death. Another person did it right and got all of us out of it. So, just by one man's disobedience, your failure to hear God, your failure to obey God swiftly, many were constituted sinners. So, by one man's obedience, many were constituted righteous. Romans 5, verse 19. I was, just talking, about, I was talking about Jesus. Adam, one man chopped apple. One man and one woman chopped apple. All of, the whole world is in trouble. One man died. The whole world is saved. The power of your obedience if Jesus did not accept to die and obey, we will not be redeemed today. You are here thinking it doesn't matter. You matter. That your obedience will, has a ripple effect. Your obedience open, opens doors. Take a cue from Jesus. It maximizes time. Let's take a cue from Jesus at the beginning to wrap up. To learn from Jesus, what did Jesus do in, in terms of seed? One, Jesus understood his time was a seed, so he didn't waste time. Jesus did not waste time. Some of us are still doing like seed. But sit down and see, there's time. God is waking you up. Go and check your business. There's time. God is telling you, get on that diet. There's time. If you see it well, there's time. Until they knock me down one time. <laughs> now they're not telling me anymore. Now I'm diligent to my fire. I don't think I've ever been diligent in my entire life as I've been the last two months. With food. Thank you, baby, because you know I'm a diligent girl. I try. With food. So now, when they were telling me, since I tried, I wasn't trying before the thing happened. But it wasn't a lifestyle, I was reacting to food. God needed it to become a lifestyle. You see, you eat to feed your physical body. The same thing with your spirit, man. So Jesus knew there was no time. He knew he had three years. Some of us were yet to achieve what God did. Some, of, some people still struggle to achieve in their own lifetime of 80 years. And when Jesus was living, he said, greater works than this you shall do. Why? You have more time. Greater works. See, let's even leave the spiritual, supernatural understanding. Greater works because the Holy Spirit come upon me. That one day. But the first thing is, you can do greater work. Because if I did it in three years, what can you do with 50 years? That's a challenge to all of us. He used the time. He knew when to be in the study. He knew when to be in the temple. What are you doing with your time? Are you spending your time worrying? Some of us will daydream and just worry away. How many hours do you spend to worry? Take note of it. What can you do? Imagine you take that hours you used to worry and turn it to confession time. Another thing Jesus did, Jesus never withheld any seed given to him. He maximized everything. All, Matthew chapter 7, John 17. He said, all that you've given to me, I have done. All. Ah, when I first saw John 17, I cried. I said, God, this has to be my testimony. He said, all you have given to me. Guess what? Even gave account of the people. All you have given to including people, have come back. Excluding the perdition of perdition. Guess what I said yesterday? As I was reading that, as they seen they eat me. All the people I said, Jesus Christ, where is this person? What's I bring people in my mind? I said, reaching out to them. How are you? How's everything? I just want to share with you. How are you? How's everything? I just want to you. How are you? have everything? So perhaps you get the message. I'm telling you. How are you? I'm checking out for you. Because I, 
one thing you must know about us, we are tried by this word. I'm not coming here to preach you a word because I have a word. I was receiving it. I'm living, I'm trying to live it, and the word is shaping me. So I mean, go, how are you? I say, yeah, Jesus Christ. Hey, God, forgive me. Did I still what this one way? But you know that time, God, I was trying to find out what I'm doing with my life. I'm a bubble, so God, hey, there was no money, there was no God, please. But say, I'm a merciful God. Some of you need to go back. Who are the people you treated wrongly? What are the people you just caught? Begin to cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. They did not cut you. Yes, God might tell you to walk away, you walk away from certain relationships, but it's not in the way we used to practice it to be. You walk away doesn't mean you walk out of love. Some of us walk away, you have caught it like this. Ha, cha. <laughs> Another thing, take a cue from Jesus. He did not have to die. He chose to sacrifice all to gain all. Did you get that? Jesus did not have to die. He sacrificed all to get all. Anybody that wants to have it all must be willing to sacrifice all. All of it. All of it. To gain you and I. Just check out Jesus maximize the seed. Even check out God maximize the seed. God had a seed, his son, Jesus. He gave it all to gain all. Despite it all, Jesus maximized all. Go and read Hebrews chapter 12 to see. And but Jesus was not doing it because that principle I told you, you sow because of you also know there's harvest. Jesus, the Bible said, for the joy set ahead, he endured the cross. So don't just say, Jesus just took the cross. Baba had a vision. He saw ahead that this death will redeem everybody. Am I going to do it? So what are you going to do? Sit down with God. Where's the harvest? Imagine you saying yes to God. Imagine the ripple effect of your businesses. Imagine the ripple effect of your giving. Guys, kingdom need money. I was talking to God. I said, we need money. As I close this morning, this is where we got serious for me. Permit me to read it to you as I wrap up. Please, I'll take five minutes to wrap up service as well. Praise God. Be careful. To, praise God. It says this. Final, on a final note, be careful of the devil's attempt to stop you from sowing your seed. That's all the devil's after. He attempts to stop you from sowing the seed of thankfulness by reminding you of all the things you've not done, all the things you don't have. He tries to tell you a while is not enough, so he tells you don't sow. The devil will try to keep stopping you from sowing seeds. He will try sowing seeds of doubt so you don't sow the seeds of your talents and work your gifts. The devil will try to show you, so, try you to show off instead of showing up. The devil will attack your peace, your mind, but never forget what the devil is really after is your seed. What is that seed? Your praise, your time. Your talents, your life, your resources, your obedience. That's what he's after. He will tell you to enter self-preservation against giving your life completely to God. He will rob you of the opportunity to partner with God and birth the impossible by sowing the seed of faith. Did you get that? The devil will tell you you don't have faith enough so that you could not stop having faith. The devil is after your seed. But the devil is a liar. Someone said the devil is a liar. Mm. Praise God. I'm trying to see. The more it seems that you shouldn't sow your seed, the more reason you should sow your seed. Anybody here and you feel that you've been under attack, maybe in your mind, in your capacity, maybe in your ability, rise on your feet. Sow a seed this morning. What am I saying? A seed of thanksgiving, a seed of worship. A seed of fresh commitment to God. The power of your seed. 
everything mighty starts with a seed. He said, the more the devil is telling you don't sow, the more you should guard that seed. The more you should walk that seed. The more you should water that seed. The more he pushes you under pressure not to, not to praise God, the more you should praise God. Ladies and gentlemen, don't underestimate the enemy. He's roaming about looking for who to devour. He's after you to steal, to kill, to destroy. Don't partner with the devil. Revelations 12 verse 17. Some of you are thinking, what's the essence of my seed? Don't despise your seed. Come on, open your mouth, begin to pray. Begin to pray. Don't despise your seed. You think it's too little. Matthew 13, 31 to 32 says, The kingdom of God is like a mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in the field. And of all the seed in that region, it is the smallest. But when it was grown, it grew to be the largest of garden of herbs, and it became a tree. So the birds of the air find shelter in its branches. Open your mouth and begin to talk to the Lord. It may be little, but there's something in it. Is all you can do? Is it that you can talk? There's something God can use it. Sow it. Some of his financial, when last did you give to the Lord, to what he's doing? Talk to the Lord. Some of you, you've made up your mind there's a limit. You can't go beyond a limit to give. Break that limit from your mind this morning. Open your mouth. Don't forget you are God's seed himself. God's word is a seed you need to daily plant in your life to nourish you, to strengthen the other seeds in your life. Don't be shocked when the devil comes after the seed in your life, the seed of the word of God, the seed of your time, the seed of your mind, the seed of your talent. Don't be shocked. Don't eat all your harvest because they need lie seeds as well. Put your seed. Pick up your seed and start sowing. Come on, open your mind and begin to pray. I'll wrap up service now. Open your mind and begin to pray. Come on, open your mind and begin to pray. It's tiny. It's tiny, guys. It's tiny. Some of you put your hands and say, Father, I'm going to walk this seed. I can't hear believers pray. I will walk this seed. When you put that sin in the ground, it will multiply. When you put that sin in the ground, it will multiply. It will increase. Come on. You are more than able because the one that is able is inside of you. Yes, you can. Is it your time that you have been wasting, thinking you have time? Get up. Maybe you have enjoyed a bit of comfort and that has made you lazy. Get up. Laziness will rob you of your seed, rob you of your time, rob you of your, of, your, of your mindset. Open your mouth and talk to the Lord. Lord, I'm ready to walk this seed. I'm ready to walk this seed. I'm ready to walk this seed. The power of your seed, every great thing starts like a seed. Open your mouth and begin to pray. One more minute, one more minute, one more minute. Talk to Jesus. If you're here, you're not born again. As I said, the prayer can say after me while others are praying. Dear Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and personal, save, personal Savior. Forgive me of my evil ways and my old ways. I renounce my old ways. I ask you to have mercy on me. I believe you died on the cross and you resurrected for me. Today, I boldly declare I receive you as my personal Lord and Savior. I am born again. I will never remain the same. I receive the infilling of the Holy Ghost to empower me on this journey. Amen. Final people, rise up church. If you need God to help you with your seed, raise your hand to heaven. If you have not been a good steward, maybe it's your time. Maybe it's your talent. Is it service to God? Are you sowing your seed in serving God? Or is it your serving mammon? You are running, run. You are not the one that causes the increase. It is God. So give God what is due of him. What is the quality of your service to God? 
What is the quality of your seed you sow in the house of the Lord? What is the quality of your seed you sow in your home? Your praying time, your Bible, your devotion, relationships. Are you still wanting relationships well? Talk to the Lord. Lord, I receive your help. I receive your help. I receive your help in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Father, as a church, we come this morning. I'm saying, Lord, help us. Help us not to despise our seed. Some of you, you think what you have is not enough. You're trying so hard to receive the approval of God when you already have it. You already have the approval of God. You have the approval of God already. Jesus was approved before he did any miracle. So God approved you before you could do anything. I receive your approval in the name of Jesus. As a church, we will be good stewards of our seed. In Jesus' name of prayer. Can you jam your hands together for Jesus as we're seated? Amen. We believe that you've been richly blessed by this message. We are a ministry with a mission to spread the message of hope and love. For more information, you can follow us on our social media platforms at TFOLC Hope Center on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Or you can visit our website www.tfolchopecenter.org God bless you. Oops.